Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back here on Sports Talk, Bobby Bear, Christian Garrick joining us now from Locked on SEC is Chris Gordy. Chris, how are you, man? Hey, good to talk with you guys. Chris, what do you make of Jaden Daniels' performance last week? I mean, he was – like, if, if you could win a Heisman off of one game, he would have won the Heisman. That's how good he was. Do you think this was just a, hey, they caught Florida at the right time, or they're starting to figure some things out? And, you know, like back-to-back 300-yard games, uh, is that uh, fair expectations, Chris, or what? Yeah, I think the, the passing yards against Tennessee was a little uh, right. deceptive, right? I mean, they, they were the offense Garbage. Was, was not good. And, and obviously, you know, the, the special teams put them in holes and all that. But, man, I saw a loose quarterback. And, Bobby, you, you can back me up. I mean, this is a guy who looked like they told him, hey, we, we've cut the shackles on you and, and let it fly, young man. And uh, I just saw a guy who was so comfortable back there connecting with his receivers, actually you know, getting Kayshawn Boutte involved and, uh, Malik Neighbors and Brian Edwards, and I mean, he looks so comfortable back there. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, is that is that going to carry over? Uh, we're going to see this week against Ole Miss because I think Ole Miss's defense is, is, has been pretty good. But you know, let's face it, the Ole Miss competition is, has not been great. We talked about it at the SEC media days. We, we looked at Ole Miss's schedule and said, yeah, I mean, look, if they're even halfway decent, they're going to be undefeated. Uh, you know, when they get to that tough stretch of LSU and A and M and Alabama, but you know, the cream always rises to the top. It's put up or shut up time for Ole Miss to come in and prove what they can do against LSU. And this is a rivalry that the Tigers have, have largely owned for the better part of a decade. So, um, yeah, I, I'm interested to see. I mean, look, Florida's defense has got its issues. The big thing to me was their defensive front was just not good. I mean, we're used to Florida having big edge rushers that can get after it and, and get sacks. And I thought Florida did a really poor job of that last week. And Jaden Daniels' running ability, obviously uh, – takes away some of that. Ole Miss has got two big guys up front that can get after it. They can get sacks. You saw against Kentucky a few weeks ago, they were forcing a bunch of turnovers from Will Levis. So, uh, Jane Daniels going to have to take care of the football. But, man, uh, yeah, whatever it was last week in the Swamp, how, that, how he played so comfortable in a hostile environment, I'm hoping that's going to have a carryover into this week. You know, uh, Chris, you can't double-team everyone. And you look at Kayshawn uh, Booty and uh, you look at Malik Neighbors and – uh, boy, the, the one guy uh, that he could always tell his grandkids, uh, maybe he might be watching uh, LSU Florida game in the future, uh, Jare Jenkins, a uh, 54-yard touchdown catch, uh, his fifth scoring grab of his career against the Gators. Uh, th- that Florida wants, wants to get him the hell out of here. He's a senior, <laughs> go good riddance, uh, considering the success that he's had against the Gators. So that's one thing uh, when you look at Daniels. He does have the weapons. You just got to trust the receivers. 
Uh, if you like this skill set, 50-50 balls, and that's what, uh, you know, uh, when you, you think about it, that's what they're trying to get uh, Daniels to do. Uh, you know, uh, look, he might not be open, but he is open because our guy's better than your guy. Uh, I think a lot of times, like, I, I can remember, like, throwing the ball, like, I'd say, like, like Anthony Carter or Andre Risen. Okay, who's guarding who? Now, uh, I try to challenge uh, Deion Sanders one too many times. Chris, you like this. Uh, I'm probably one of the few guys uh, that could say, uh, you know, in an NFL game that I've thrown Deion Sanders uh, interception and a touchdown. I mean, <laughs> you know, when I was with the Saints against him, and I was like, man, how did I thought I had a complete pass. How did he, you know, break on that ball to, to get to it? And then also we were playing Dallas one time. I remember they had just won the Super Bowl, and they were blitzing. And I look at the cat that was guarding Dion. I go, I know he can't guard him. And I'm going to get hit in the mouth. And I just throw him out like a quick out route. Then he takes it to the house for like 75, 80 yards. So you have to look at the matchups as a quarterback and realize the weapons that you have. Yeah, and that's what was so frustrating two weeks ago in that Tennessee game because Tennessee's weakness is their secondary, and they can be thrown on. And right. I just saw uh, Jaden Daniels, though, so hesitant to throw the deep ball. And like I said, it looked like this past week they gave him the green light. They said, let's air it out, big fella, and he did. And, uh, again, I, I look at this old Miss defense, and they got some good guys in the, you know, up front defensively. They got one good uh, safety in A.J. Finley. He's got a couple interceptions, had one last week against, uh, against Auburn. But I think the secondary can be thrown on. And so LSU's got to come out with that same confidence. And like you said, they've got the weapons. And the big thing, Bobby, this whole line really played well last week. Uh, you know, there's a reason yes. Will Campbell was named – you know, you know, freshman of the week uh, for, for the SEC, and he was outstanding, uh, and particularly coming back from missing a game, you know, being hospitalized, dehydration. So he was fantastic, and it looks like this O-line finally starting to gel and, and do some good things. We're seeing some running holes starting to open up. Uh, Josh Williams had some great runs last week. John Emery starting to look good. So, yeah, look, if the O-line's going to play like that, they're going to have to open this thing up and, and throw the ball around like they did a week ago because – Ole Miss is going to score some points now. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, they run the ball better than anybody. They, right. they lead the SEC in rushing. They're number three in the country in running the football. Uh, run fits are going to be big this week. Michael Baskerville is going to have to play a big role. Greg Penn and uh, obviously Harold Perkins has been so good as a true freshman. Uh, they're going to have to mind the gap and, and protect and make sure that Quinshawn Judkins and Zach Evans are not, you know, gashing them for seven, eight, nine yards. Because Florida did have some running lanes last week and the big Anthony Richardson you know, 80-yard run that, that we all saw. But um, it's going to be imperative on LSU's defense up front to, to slow down that run because, look, if they force Jackson Dark to throw, he's been largely unimpressive this year to me. I mean, a, a few weeks ago he threw right. over 400 yards against Vanderbilt, but it's Vanderbilt. LSU's yeah. defense is, is better than that. So uh, that's what I think the MO this week has to be. Sell out, stack the box, stop the run, and force Ole Miss to throw. You know, uh, Chris, uh, I want to go back to uh, what you mentioned about the offensive line because I think you need that continuity. And, uh, you know, you have injuries and, uh, you know, the more that you could do. Uh, I always say uh, that, listen, if you can play left guard, you can play right guard. Maybe a left tackle, right tackle might be different. And then even if you have the ability, now you got to be able to shotgun snap uh, to play center. But I'm talking about the interior. To me, the guy uh, that's been impressive – because he's answered the bell, that's been Miles Fraser. I mean, I, I look at Miles Fraser. He started at left guard uh, against Florida State, Auburn and Florida. Then he was at right guard against Mississippi State, New Mexico, and Tennessee. 
So uh, when you look at Miles Fraser, when they, you know, in the whole offensive line, how they're coming together, that's why I'm encouraged on the back end of the se- uh, season. Because you look, you got the, the bookends. Uh, they're about as green as you could get, you know, when, when you're true freshman. So uh, when I look at that, I, I'm, I'm kind of encouraged in that regard. And I think that helps the quarterback confidence when they come together. That uh, LSU, I'm, I'm kind of encouraged they're going to come together and, and win up front more than they're going to lose. Yeah, and, 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 you know, hopefully they'll get Garrett Dellinger back very soon right. and, you know, slide him back in there. But, yeah, it was just – it was a hodgepodge, right? I mean, it was it was injuries and it was trying to find the right guys. And, you know, I thought it was a glaring, um, you know, note when they came out of spring ball and, or fall ball and still kind of didn't really know who their starters were going to be. So, yeah. uh, you know, there's a reason for that. But, no, I mean, going back and watching the rewatching the film against Florida last week, I thought they played phenomenal as a unit and uh, – Look, you know, Jaden's got to keep them guessing, right? If he can keep Ole Miss on balance where you don't know if he's going to run, you don't know where he's right. going to throw. And you know, I thought we finally saw some creativity from Mike Denbrock last week with the offensive play calling. So I, if I'm Brian Kelly, I tell him, don't let up. Let's keep doing more of the same thing. And uh, look, this is a game LSU very well can win this week. I know a lot of the national pundits are starting to jump on, on LSU and and uh, call them for the upset. But, uh, well, I guess it's not an upset anymore. I think LSU's now a favorite yeah. as an underdog. But um, you know, it's a top seven Ole Miss team. They're very good, but again, don't be fooled by their schedule. They, they've they've done it against a lot of teams that are not very good. Uh, but Lane Kiffin's got this team, you know, playing in a good spot with a lot of confidence. So we'll see how they respond when they come into Death Valley. You know, uh, Chris, to me, uh, it's hard to evaluate teams, college teams across the country, and it's almost okay. Who's the top ten team? You know, uh, you're gonna have the Alabamas the Georgias and obviously Tennessee up and coming, Ohio State, you look at Clemson, so you don't know about, you know, the Pac-12 or, you know, what's going to come about in the Big 12. But the point I'm bringing up is that, for instance, Ole Miss is in the top 10 because they're undefeated. I mean, they got to give it to somebody. It's not like they've beaten everyone. So you look at the number of teams that maybe has been out in the top ten and then they've fallen by the wayside, Kentucky or just different teams. That That's why when I look at, uh, you know, and it's fluctuated, uh, who's favored or not favored, you know, you go uh, Ole Miss starting, then LSU. I don't know. It's a pick em game, a point, point and a half, pick em type game. But uh, th- th- that's why, okay, uh, Ole, uh, uh, people would be like, how can LSU be favored? Uh, even though it's it's close, kind of a pick 'em type atmosphere, a point, point and a half, and Ole Miss is ranked in the top ten, and LSU's not even in the top twenty-five. I, I go, that doesn't even matter because they just you, you look from a national perspective at the record. Don't you agree? That's why Ole Miss is in the top ten because they seven and zero. Yeah, I mean, not all schedules are created equal. And right. look, they had a nice season last year. They went 10-2. and two. You know, they, they lose the Sugar Bowl to Baylor after Matt Corral goes down. If Corral doesn't get hurt, you know, I thought they would have had a pretty good chance to, to beat Baylor in that game. But, you know, it was kind of a carryover from last season. A lot of people, you know, saying that Lane Kiffin hit up the transfer portal very well, addressed a lot of needs. But not all schedules are created, created equal, guys. You, you know that. I mean, you know, we looked at that schedule and said their non-conference games were Troy, Central Arkansas, Tulsa, and Georgia Tech. Look, LSU opened with Florida State. You know, LSU would probably be, uh, you know, have the one loss to Tennessee, and they right. probably would have went unscathed in the non-conference if they played that schedule. So uh, sometimes, you know, you don't know how your team's going to respond until you get punched in the mouth. Ole Miss had a nice win over Kentucky, albeit Kentucky had the ball three times inside the, the Ole Miss 30 and fumbled the ball away. And, 
you know, could have could have had an opportunity to, to score a touchdown and win that game. They had every opportunity to do so. Give Ole Miss credit for finding a way to win it. But since then, they beat Vandy and Auburn. I mean, you guys know Auburn's not very good. Yeah, so. yeah, that, that's what I was going to ask you, Chris. Uh, I mean, to me, okay, I look at Ole Miss. They can run the ball with effectiveness. Uh, now, they punished the Auburn Tigers. Uh, no, this is not a misprint. This is not 248. This is 448 yards on the ground. The program's most in an SEC SEC game. You got to go back to 1979. Uh, now they ranked third in the nation and right at 271 yards. Uh, then in total offense, they 14th. They're right at 502. But again, it does matter who you play. I would be extremely disappointed if, if all of a sudden Ole Miss uh, could just run LSU uh, run against LSU at will. Uh, now, I get, you can have a chunk plays. Look at Florida, what happened to the quarterback and all that, a big run. But if they just gashing you, like Ole Miss was able to, to gash uh, Auburn, I, I'd be disappointed as an LSU Tiger fan. Yeah, and I think for the most part, LSU's done a pretty good job, you know, with mobile quarterbacks this year. Uh, Hennon Hooker, I want to say, had about 50 yards. You know, Richardson, outside of the long 80-yarder he had last week, they really did a pretty good job of keeping him in check. Uh, they really took away Robbie Ashford's running ability in the Auburn game. So, um, yeah, I, I think they've done a pretty good job. That, that to me, is Jackson Dart, one of his assets. He's got the running ability. You mentioned, you know, last week they had three 100-yard rushers. It was Evan, Zach Evans, it was Quinshawn Judkins, and, and Jackson Dart's had a couple games. you got to make him pass, play. right, Chris? you got to make no, him beat you with the pass. That's it, Bobby. I, I, I keep him in that pocket. I keep him contained. And, uh, you know, like I said, I'm stacking that line. I'm forcing him to throw. Um, you know, they have some decent receivers, but they're not as good as the, the group that they've had in recent years with Braylon Edwards and a bunch of other guys. So I'm daring them to throw. And, look, that sounds crazy to say about a Lane Kiffin team, but this, this Kiffin team, the strength is the running game. And so Jackson Dart, to me, is still very unproven. I'm going to force him to throw, and I'm going to trust my DBs to, to do everything they can to contain the receivers one-on-one. Chris Gordy, thanks a bunch, man. Anytime, guys. All right, Chris. From Locked On SEC, Chris Gordy for all things SEC. Subscribe to Locked On SEC on the Odyssey app, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Sports Talk. We'll wrap it up next here on WWL. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 